Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. They all go together. Although, when we get them out of order, hmm, that can get us into some trouble, right? Life, Love, and Liberty. And if love is not the motive behind all of our thoughts and actions and feelings, then we end up putting the cart before the horse. (laughs) And it usually does not lead to life, much less liberty, which I think some parents are beginning to realize as it relates to their kids' education. This evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will have, uh, uh, as of recently, uh, she was a congressional (laughs) candidate in the Virginia 7th, uh, Miss Tina Ramirez will be on with me this evening on Twitter Spaces. Uh, as you guys know, she's been in my on my show before, and we've talked about human rights issues uh, as it relates to our First Amendment rights. Some of you, uh, myself included, I had never really thought of my First Amendment rights as a human rights issue, right? Uh, but it is, and uh, she is a front. Just, just, I was going to say front runner, front loader. I mean, she is on the move and has been for years, uh, with regard to freedom of speech, freedom of faith, freedom of religion, expression thereof. Uh, she's done a lot of work on Capitol Hill as well as in the Middle East through her nonprofit. We'll talk about that, but she has switched gears and she is no longer running for Congress, but she's running for state Senate. So, uh, we'll touch a little bit on that this evening, but I, we're really going to primarily focus on the explosive uh, national media push, to be honest with you, that is finally aligned with uh, particular organizations. Uh, one that comes to mind is Undercover Mother. Uh, I believe you have undercover undercover fathers. I mean, you've you've got a list of them. Uh, you can, um, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, please do so at monicamatthews dot com. I sent out a newsletter today, uh, sending you links to various people who are uh, really on task with disclosing, um, investigating, you know, breaking wide open uh, with just this beautiful light as to what's really been transpiring in your independent schools as well as your public schools. And that is very important. I have to tell you, you know, I'm to the point now where I realized this year just how many of our institutions are really a matter of national security. And that began for me personally with uh, our elections, right? And whether you think there was anything nefarious that went on or not, um, hopefully through, uh, through the, just the progression of this year since 2020, uh, there have been many, uh, incidences of, of evidence coming forward. Um, you know, whether it's ballot harvesting, 
where, you know, ballot harvesting is whenever pe- people are dropping 20, 50, 100 ballots at a time uh, that are not theirs, obviously, uh, into drop boxes, which were also uh, not uh, constitutionally mandated by certain legislatures around the country. You've got ghost voters, phantom voters, dead voters, uh, you know, who knows what kind of voters you have. You do have, you know, some brouhaha that that occurred. I mean, it's just impossible to deny that now because that evidence has come forward. And so your elections are a matter of national security, as you see now, because elections really do have consequences. That is not just a tagline, right? And so when your right to vote, when your privilege to vote, because it is a privilege, to be quite honest with you, it's a right, but it's also an honor to be able to cast your vote so that your vote, your voice is heard through that vote, right, in theory. And when that is absconded, um, it hopefully you see that with open borders, you see with looming wars and rumors of wars, uh, social upheaval and division, uh, injustices occurring across the country, the weaponization of uh, institutional pillars of this country against political dissenters. Um, those are all matter of national security efforts that really do begin with your vote. And so whenever I think of education and the industrial complex of education, uh, my mind has really been opened to the knowledge of what's really happening. And I thank God for these parents who are willing to take on uh, various Leviathans and giants within this Leviathan's kingdom um, that seeks to undermine national security by way of indoctrination um, on a number of levels and really absconding with the unique autonomous individual, right? And in the individual's right, God given right to make choices for oneself, to to have a discriminating palate, to be able to critically think and formulate one's own opinion. All of these things are a matter of national security in the long run because if you raise a generation of human beings who do not value sovereignty or autonomy or a nation's sovereignty, right? And uniqueness, God-given uniqueness, and they don't value forgiveness. And they don't value spiritual redemption. And they're constantly looking to man to make up for the sins of man, right? you're going to have a nation that no longer um, operates in freedom. And that is a matter of national security. So this evening, uh, Tina will join me at 8 p.m., like I said, Eastern Standard Time, on my Twitter spaces. If you're not following me on Twitter, you don't have to have some major active account, but you do have to have an account in order to tune in on Spaces because that's the only place that I will be streaming live. I sincerely hope to be set up in, in the days to come very near 
um, for multiple stream uh, opportunities. And so if even I'm, I'm only even if I'm streaming on Twitter spaces, uh, you guys can catch me, you know, on other live streaming uh, outlets at the same time live. And so Tina will be on this evening and she'll be taking questions. We'll be fielding questions from you guys in the audience. Uh, if you're not familiar with spaces, it's really simple. I will tweet at uh, 8 PM that, you know, it's, you'll see a big purple box and uh, it'll say, start listening. And you just simply click on start listening and you're in, you're in the room. You do not have to speak. You enter into the room. Uh, it's almost like a town hall, right? But you don't, you don't have the option of speaking out loud unless you request uh, to speak, and I uh, grant you a microphone, and uh, and then you're welcome to you know come in and raise your hand. Um, if you're not familiar with how to do that, there'll be like little icons at the bottom of your phone, and it'll have like a heart, and click on the heart, and that will allow you uh, to scroll over to the little hand emoji. And raise your little hand, whatever color you've chosen. And uh, yeah, and then I'll see you and, you know, come on up and I'll call on you and you're welcome to ask questions. I really appreciate the fact that my audience is generally, you know, generally extremely thoughtful, right? Uh, You guys are passionate about freedom. You're passionate about family values, education, national security, votes. You know, you're passionate about people. And I appreciate that. And so thank you for being critical thinkers and, uh, you know, as, as well as passionate folks who are willing to engage others, you know, in dialogue around things that really do affect us all. Right. I, I, you know, gosh, if we've learned nothing else, hopefully we can look at DC now and go, yep, that whole thing really does affect all of us. Right. And, and hopefully, you know, that, that opens your eyes to the importance of your state government, your state's rights. I mean, that should be a t-shirt if it's not already state's rights matter. I mean, gotta be right. Because that is um, no joke, especially right now. And you've got the department of Homeland security that has issued a very real uh, from February the 7th, you know, through June the 7th, could be extended, who knows, uh, you know, looking for homegrown uh, domestic terrorists uh, in the way of people who are still aligning with, um, you know, narratives around the 2020 election, uh, conservatism, Trumpism, you know, there's all kinds of the isms and, and, you know, people are being targeted. They just are. Speaking of tar- targeted, some of you have, have noticed that Twitter is uh, on the purge on the purge train again. And, um, yeah, so be aware of that, right? If you're talking about COVID, if you're still talking about the election, depends on what you're saying and depends on who's reporting you. Uh, but they will ax your account. So I have encouraged people to make sure that you're DMing with folks to go ahead and get your, whatever personal information you're willing to share in the way of contact information. If you trust folks, you know, go for it. I appreciate all of you have been, who have been sending your information to me. You're also welcome to just sign up for my newsletters. You can email me always Monica at Monica Matthews.com. Uh, if it's something personal and private, I suggest you use Monica Matthews at protonmail.com. Um, if you're on Gmail, uh, Zach Voorhees kind of alerted my audience to this little uh, ditty, which I did not realize. If you know, if you want people to stay out of your emails by law, 
you should in the subject line always type personal and confidential. I did not know that. If you're on Gmail, that's something to practice. Uh, but I prefer to use Proton Mail. So you can find me at Monica Matthews with two T's at protonmail.com. So, you know, speaking of freedom of speech, what's interesting is I was doing um, my uh, devotional that I just started today, actually, and, you know, talking about um, fear, you know, and how to overcome that by staying rooted and in the word, who is Jesus, the person in the, in the way of the person Jesus, right? And, you know, keeping your roots uh, very close to the rivers of, of living waters, right? And uh, so no matter what uh, season you're in, you're always going to be full and you will always bloom, right? And so, which, but this word kind of tripped me up and not tripped me up, but there's certain words whenever I'm studying the word, which has been a while, to be honest with you, when I, when I really sat down to do like an etymological <laughs> etymological, there you go, uh, you know, archaeological dig of the word, which I love to do because I love words. Um, and I was really, really captivated. And I love that word because it's so romantic, right? If you haven't read that book, by the way, you should. can't remember her name right off the top of my head, but they're a husband and wife duo, and they're just great. And um, Lisa, Lisa Bevere, that's her name. And John Bevere is her husband, but um, Captivated or Captivating, I think it's Captivating. Great book, even for, and especially for men. Yeah, because I know you guys are always like, I don't understand women. I'm never going to understand women. We'll never get women, whatever. Uh, you know, forget it. But that's not true, right? And the word says to live with your wife, dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Right? Well, how do you acquire knowledge about something? Oh, this is so good. It's unfolding in real time. I love it when the Lord does this. It's such a blessing and such an honor that he even still speaks to me. I'm not even kidding. Um, but I've been studying this word know, right? K-N-O-W, right? And in to know someone in the biblical sense, we all know what that means. In, in, a, in sexual relations, right? But no, uh, depending upon whether it's in the Hebrew or the Greek, has many different iterations and in different, di- many different meanings. Um, and it, that's where the word gets really cool and, and, and very deep and wide. And it's just, man, it's like a, oh, I can't even, like it's just this eternal continuum. It's like ripples across water. It's just meaning after meaning after meaning and the, in the, and one meaning leads to another meaning and then another meaning. And before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in the, I'm literally in this beautiful ocean, this abyss of, of meaning of this one word that encompasses so much (laughs) and, um, and it, and, but you're not drowning, right? Like you're breathing underwater with just this beautiful, Oh, I can't even, I, it's so glorious and so beautiful. I can see it and I can't describe it. It's that beautiful. It's that captivating when you go to study the word and it's so liberating and it's so cleansing and refreshing and, oh, I love it. And so this word, no, right. And, and, and mystery. Okay. I'm going to see if I can. So in Ephesians, it's talking about, let me see if I can pull this up. Yeah, I can. Hold on. 
I'm going to read it to you because we are just rolling with this Um, in real time. I honestly had not planned on discussing this. I just wanted to come on and talk to you guys about tonight's show or spaces. And um, okay, here we go. Oh, this is so good. So this is Ephesians 3. For, and this is the New King, New King James Version. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints, what is the width and the length and the depth and the height? I love it. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or even think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever Amen. Okay, I'm going to switch. Hold on one second. I'm going to go back over to, I love the New King James Version. I'm going to scroll down to, and pray that my phone doesn't die in the process, uh, down to the message. Okay. And so good. Hold on. Yeah, that's not it. It's talking about, maybe this is it. Hold on. Oh, that's right. Okay. So this actually take, see, this is what happens. This is me like in the bottom of the ocean in this beautiful crystal clear ocean (laughs) with a white sandy bottom. Oh, uh, so when I do this, I, I've followed this scripture back into song of Solomon and it's in song of Solomon eight. Hold on. Let me go there. Song of Solomon eight. I'm in my Bible app. Y'all know how this thing is. Um, okay. Song of Solomon. Some of you married people who are totally bored with your marriages. Y'all need to go back over there and spend some time and some song of Solomon. Uh, okay. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm going to spare y'all all the breasts and drinking and all this. Y'all can go read that. Okay. This is in the message again. Okay. Hold on. All right. Hang my locket around your neck. Wear my ring on your finger. Love is invincible. Facing danger and death, passion laughs at the terrors of hell. The fire of love stops at nothing. It sweeps everything before it. Floodwaters can't drown love. Torrents of rain can't put it out. Love cannot be bought. Love cannot be sold. It is not to be found in the marketplace. My brothers used to worry about me. Okay, then it goes on. It's there was there was a place in here that's talking about knowing. Okay, in the mysteries and and really. I want to say it was in Ephesians, and then I just started with my usual word studies, right? But 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 mysterion, right, is is a Greek word, and in in Ephesians it's saying, I, I pray that you would know the love of Christ to make known with boldness the mystery. Okay, and so I start looking around at mystery, and I'm like, hmm. Okay, uh, Strong's Concordance, Mysterion, 3466, uh, is not something unknowable. Oh my gosh, y'all, check this out. It is not something unknowable, rather, it is what can only be known through revelation. Because God 
reveals it. And so I'm thinking to myself, you know, think of how many mysteries, you know, and how all this ties into the beginning of this conversation. Think of everything that's being revealed, right? And in and how we keep from drowning in all of this information and all this wickedness that's being uncovered, right? Start hopefully starting in our own lives. Super easy to sit here and cast those boulders at other people and politicians and the government, you know, all that, all made up of humans. Uh, but boy, when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of me about something in my own life, I'm like, <laughs> ouch. Uh, you know, but it's good. It's not condemnation. It's conviction. It's love, right? And God's conviction doesn't lead to a life sentence. His convictions lead, and it doesn't lead to the death penalty. Hopefully, if anything dies because of God's conviction, it's more of our flesh. Right? But it's not us. He's not out to throw us into hell. That's not who he is. That's not why he sent his love and the mystery, the revelation of that. It's not something you can know. It's something that it's not something that it's not acquired knowledge in the traditional sense of Sophia. It it is it is revelatory. It is something given to you as a gift. Mm. So sweet. It is something given to us as a gift. It is his grace. It is his grace. It's so sweet. Just bathe in that for a minute. Right? So when people don't know Christ, when people aren't behaving Christ-like, even though they profess Christ, and they may in fact want to believe that Jesus is their Lord and Savior, but maybe there's a block to their ability to live consistently in that revelation, that revelatory mystery, right? Isn't that awesome? I love it. And the word mystery has like all of these different meanings too. (laughs) But in this particular context, it's so beautiful and it's so merciful. It is so filled with grace and beauty. It's just And yes, he is an all-consuming fire, right, that can never be quenched. His love for you can never be quenched. And when when it talks about the boldness, okay, this is awesome, and I'm going to end on this so I can get this uploaded so you guys uh, who listen to it will be able to have time to get into the Twitter space tonight if you like. Again, it's 8 p.m. Standard, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Um. But that word boldness, you know what that means? Oh, this is so good. Freedom of speech is literally right there in the concordance. (laughs) So uh, as it pertains to the uh, translation of of the Greek, right, in Ephesians, in that context. And context is king, and uh, context matters whenever it comes to scripture. So it's another thing that I just love, 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 because... You know, God is just building this beautiful tapestry of understanding um, that will hopefully take me, continue to take me from glory to glory, right? Um, and you as well. And and that is exactly what his word says. I will take you from glory to glory, right? 
And so, and he's so jealous for us. He doesn't like to share us with oppression and doctrines of devils and confusion and despair and disparity and, you know, and iniquity in inequity. He, that's not an unequality. That's not who he is. Inequality rather. I'm sorry. That's not who he is. You know, it's, it's, it's a unique experience. It's a unique conversation that each one of us have. Um, but it's still the same God, the same precepts that are unmovable, unshakable, unquenchable. doesn't mean that we can't quench the Holy Spirit. I mean, I have done that recently and the Lord is dealing with me on some things in that, in that, in that area of my life. And that's awesome. But like many of you, you know, I've kind of been steeped in this whole condemnation faith where it's like, you know, as soon as you screw up, man, you turn into Judas where you're like, Oh, forget it. It's all over. You know, uh, there's no more, there's no more mercy. God ran out today. You know, that's just one more sin that I've committed. I keep saying I'm going to quit. I keep saying I won't do it again. And then I just get all fed up and say to heck with all of it. You know, whatever. Love me or you don't, but I'm done. Uh, You know, some people go there. I've certainly gone there. And thankfully, God is like, oh boy, here she goes. She's having one of her tantrums again. But that's because he sees my inner heart. He sees your traumas. He sees your wounds. He sees the decisions that were made for you as a child that you had no control over that still control your life today. He sees all of that. And so, and from glory to glory, we go right from mystery to mystery. I love mysteries. And so when it comes to dwelling with your wives, you know, I think women are so gloriously wondrous right? Because the heart of a woman really is like an ocean, right? It is, it is deep with mystery. And most women don't even know what's in their own heart, but we expect you to figure it out. Right. And that's wrong. And it's extremely detrimental. Not to say that some of you, you know, who love your woman well, you know, if you're loving your woman with the with the heart and the love of Christ, you will unlock things for her and and things in her that are wondrous that she didn't even know was in there. And you will see a whole other beautiful emerge. You'll see a whole other power emerge that is built uh completely in God's love and in his power. Right. And I don't mean like worldly power, like I'm woman, hear me roar. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, you know, I'm talking, I'm not not talking about Rihanna's music kind of power, Beyonce. (laughs) I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about godly power. And so, and that's a whole other level. It's a whole other level. And, And man, when a man can love a woman like that, like Christ loved the church, boy, you guys want to take your schools back? You want to take your government back? You want to take your communities back? Yeah. Start by loving a woman well. It's a really good place to start. And honestly, the only way to do that, fellas, is to make sure that you are just as in love with Jesus as you expect her to be. And you are pursuing a relationship with your father. Because a lot of you have 
a lot of wounding yourself. You've been emasculated, demasculated. You don't know what's up or down or if there's even a milk carton left. Uh, you know, who knows? And, and I, and I hear from you and I see your marriages and I, I hear your dialogue and I sometimes get your naked photos and I go, wow, did I ask for that? (laughs) I mean, did I give you an impression that that was how little I value myself? Is that how little you value yourself? I mean, seriously. And so, yeah, I'm not saying y'all can't have fun as husband and wife, but I am saying the NSA literally has, you know, a cloud shot of every one of your nude photos. So just keep that in mind. Uh, You may think it's just going to your husband or your wife, but fun fact, (laughs) there's a lot of different eyes on your privacy parts. And those, some things should just remain... Something should just remain a mystery, honey, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, hope to see you over on Twitter. <laughs> and in the meantime, I hope this message blessed you today. <laughs> oh my gosh, God is so good, y'all. Uh, have a good weekend. Go hang out with your family. Get off Twitter <laughs> after tonight. Get off Twitter. Get off social media. Go enjoy your babies. Put your phone down. I love you guys. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.